Plan K Podcast, Episode 6. Yeah. Yeah. So, I want to take this time out first of all. I want you guys to give yourself a round of applause. You know, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for supporting it. Continue to stream it on Apple. Continue to stream it on Spotify. Continue to stream it on Google Podcasts. Like, subscribe, follow, comment, talk about it. Share the podcast. If you like something, let me know. If you didn't like something, let me know. If you want to be a guest, let me know. I appreciate you guys. And I and I hope you continue to listen. Right now, episodes one through five are currently streaming on on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, damn, Spotify Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Again, go listen. Tonight, <clears throat> there's no guests, and that's by design. Because tonight, I'm not interested in someone's point of view or opinion. Tonight, it's just the facts. It's just the facts. And also, you don't know Jigger. Like, again, I'm going to say that one more time. You don't know Jigger. You know what I mean? And you probably like, what the hell does that mean? You'll, 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 you'll get it soon enough. So this podcast tonight is something near and dear to my heart. So 2001, we witnessed the biggest beef rap battle in rap history to that point. And that was the beef between Nas and Jay. Now, I'm going to be honest from the door. I'm biased. I am biased. I'm a whole fan. I've always been a whole fan. I will be a whole fan until the day that I die. But. I can't be objective. So over the years, people have discussed this battle. They've gone back and forth. I've listened to multiple people, multiple interviews. I listen to Nas's interviews on it, Jay's interviews on it. I listen to multiple people, the streets, barbershops, everybody I could's perspective on this battle. And what I would like to first say is none of the none of their perspectives. Is going to is going to match what I'm saying tonight. My I've never heard my perspective from anyone else. So with that being said, I felt like it's time to give my view. I didn't want to guess because I'm not trying to bounce nothing off anyone. Again, I'm going to state my claim and I'm going to back it up with facts. You know what I'm saying? There's no. It's just the facts. And also, you don't know Jigga. <laughs> you dig? So let's be let's 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 start from this let's start from the top. <clears throat> if you got a lot of you guys, I'm sure your recollection is Jay drops takeover, Nas drops ether. 
And a lot of people think that Nas won Ether was a better diss song. You could be, and if you believe that, you could be, you could not be any longer. At all. <laughs> now, let's, let's, let's talk facts. It was Summer Jam 2001, June. Jay was not only firing at Nas, but he was also firing at Mob Deep. So, Jay gets on the Summer Jam stage, and he goes, I don't care if you mob deep. I hold triggers to cruise. You little fucks, I got money stacks bigger than you. When I was pushing weight back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures I seen you. Then you dropped shook ones, switching demeanor. Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. Rockefeller, students of the game, we passed the class because nobody believed you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like Jigger is ass and won't clap you. Trust me on this one. I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They have to hold a mask, put your body in the hole. Oh, no. You're not on my level. Get your brakes tweaked. You sold what my first album sold in my first week. And then he says, you guys don't want it with Hove. Ask Nas. He don't want it with Hove. No. And he walks off stage. He sold Prodigy in, 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 in the tap dance shoes, but that's as far as it went. Now, here's something you guys didn't know. A week later, less than a week later, Nas dropped a Stillmatic freestyle, basically saying Jay's a fraud. He, he, wanted to, he wanted to get on, and he was a fan, and basically... Nobody listened to this shit. Like, nobody listened to it. You guys ain't never heard of it. Ain't never heard it. You guys don't reference it. Now, I'm, I know there's new listeners, right? And I, and I appreciate the new listeners. But the core base of my audience, I know a lot of you guys. Like, we've had conversations. I'm sure I've had these conversations with more than half of my audience. So, you've never referenced that to me. That Nas put out a stillmatic, a stillmatic freestyle, and that basically was what he was saying. And if you listen to the stillmatic freestyle, you could tell that was basically the outline for, for Ethan. But I, I digress. So let's do the timeline. That's June 2001, right? So then Jay drops the blueprint September 11, 2001. The worst day, one of the worst days in American history. The towers come down. America gets attacked by terrorists, planes. We know the story. We know the story. Even though all that is going on in the world, Jay-Z sells 500,000 copies in one day. He goes gold in one day during the worst tragedy in American history in over 100 years. His impact was that was that big. Now, in the in the in the blueprint album, the second track is called "The Takeover." And in the takeover, he not he he didn't have the prodigy disc. He took that out, and he basically focused on Nas. And he basically said things of the nature of, um, 
You went from, you went from, you went from, uh, you went from, you went from, uh, Esco's trash had a spark when you started, but now you, now you just garbage. Fell from top 10 to not mention at all. Your bodyguard Uchi Wally verse was better than yours. Matter of fact, you had the worst flow in the whole entire song, but I know the sun don't shine, the sun don't shine. That's why you're, and then, and then the dude screams out, lame. Nigga switch up. She switch up your flow. You see this garbage. What you trying to kick knowledge? You cats going to learn to respect the king. Or be the next contestant on that summer jam screen. Because you know what. And you know who. And you know what. Let's keep that between me and you. Fire bars, if you ask me. All right. He also said to the effect of, that's not even really the media what he was saying. He also uh, basically did a timeline of, of, of Nas's career. He basically said, <clears throat> you've been in it 10, I've been in it 5. Smarten up, Nas. For albums in 10 years, homie, I could divide this one every day, say two. Two of the things is due. One was ad, the other was Illmatic. That's a one-hot album every 10-year average, and that's so lame. Nigga, and then he went on to, to speak about that. He basically dismantled Nas' career from a, from a, from a, from a fan's point of view. He touched on the fact that he sampled Nas' voice on Dead Presidents to represent me, but he also referenced the fact that he didn't pay Nas, Nas didn't get any money, he paid Search Lights Publishing. He referenced the fact of when he basically said that Nas, <clears throat> you know, Basically said Nas didn't live anything he said. Basically said that, you know, you witnessed from your folks' pad, you scribbled in your notepad and created your life. I showed you your first tech on tour with Large Professor. Then I heard your album about your tech on a dresser. So yeah, I sampled your voice. You was using it wrong. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. And you ain't getting coin, nigga. You was getting fucked in. I know how I paid God. Searchlight's publishing. So he basically was was sunning the ball. Now, one, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to Ether to make it fair. Now, to be fair, I don't know Ether. I don't know Ether by heart. I, I listened to Ether when it first came out a few times because everybody know I like Jay. So people were coming at me, wanted me to hear it, and I listened to it tonight. And Nas, he has some great bars. Talked about. Jay's lips and looked like a rat and couldn't grow hair and he talked about Jay, um, you know, uh, basically, you know, wanting to be like him and basically talked about Jay not having a father figure and talk about how Jay uh, is misogynistic and all these things, which Nas is too. Come on, bro, you heard the hate the hate me now video is one of the most misogynistic videos. Of all time. You got girls in cages, bro. But that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. So. And then, again. He has some good bars, right? Now. This is why. So I gave you the breakdown, the timeline. And I gave you the breakdown of, of this each song. Right? So then basically that happened. Jay then dropped Super Ugly two weeks later. Basically, everybody felt like Jay went too far. 
He he was too personal, and then basically it stopped because Jay's mom um got involved and felt like you know they should have brought Nas's baby mom involved and the, it, it they felt like it got too far got out of hand. So, and a lot of people declared Nas the victor. So this is why I believe Nas, you guys dub Nas the victor. One, Takeover and Super Ugly, Takeover is a better song. It's a better structured song. You can play Takeover in the club right now. It's a better structured song. Is it is entirely better song than than Ether? Entirely, entirely, not even a question. Is mixed better? Is way better than, than is structured? Is 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 a song? Is an actual song? Two. Ether Nas talks about Jay. Two out of three bars is one is one is one sixteen where he basically talks about how people basically. Left him for dead and basically said, like, basically he was over prior to the beef, saying that basically Nas's career was finished before this beef, and that, you know, then Jay and them took the shot at him, and now he's coming back to whoop Jay and them ass, you know, lyrically, right? So to me, that's giving credence to what Jay was saying anyway when he broke down the four albums in 10 years. Yo, if you break it down, there was Illmatic. It was written, I believe, after Illmatic, it was, uh, Illmatic, it was written, after Illmatic, it was definitely, uh, it was either, it wasn't Godson, it was either, uh, it, I think it was, it might have been Stillmatic, Stillmatic, and then I believe Godson was in there. Cause I whichever one when Puff did the whole album and it was his he hate me now. When Puff basically produced the whole joint, that was trash. It was written, it was okay. That's the one that was down me. And Illmatic was the classic. You know what I'm saying? Um so the reason why Jay's, Jay's joint also is better to me, and it should be better to you, is Nas was not talking any facts on 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 on, on either. He was basically just cracking on Jay. If you listen to it, there was no facts. He basically said that um that Jay basically the charge he caught with Un was his first case. Um, basically said that. Um, basically said that Jay was ugly. Jay don't get women. Uh, it was just like, it was just like, it was like, it was like, it was dozens talk. It was cracking on, it was cracking on somebody talk. It was no facts behind what he was saying. But when you listen to TakeOver, it was all facts. At 2001, Jay had been in the game for five years. Reasonable Doubt was 1996, 2001, five years. Nas' first album dropped 1991, 10 years. I've been in it 10. You've been in it 10. I've been in it five. Smarten up, Nas. Four albums in 10 years. Facts. Jay, two, Jay was already, had already sold more records 
in five years than Nas has sold the 10. <clears throat> I believe, I know for a fact, Reasonable Doubt was gold. In my lifetime, it was like one, one and a half platinum. But then Jay's biggest joint up until before Blueprint was... Uh, life at was uh, um, in my lifetime. Volume two, Hard Knock Life sold five million copies. It was the number one album for like twelve weeks in 1998, 1999. And then when the Blueprint dropped, that was another three, four million. So Jay was already running rap again. Jay had a far bigger hold on rap than Nas had ever did. When Nas dropped Ill Illmatic, it was a classic, absolutely. But Nas didn't, not Illmatic didn't sell half of what in my lifetime volume two sold. Jay was running shit. Jay was running rap. Rockefeller was ascending. He was dropping other artists. It was, just, it was when, when the blueprint dropped, it was the start of the Rock, Rock, Rockefeller, Rockefeller. Like what we know as Rockefeller, the clothes, all that was coming. And Jay was getting bigger, bigger, and bigger. So, what I realized with people, too, and again, like I said, y'all need to be honest with yourselves, right? Jay's synonymous with winning. Jay's a person who, he doesn't look like he takes many losses, and also he talks about how he always wins. Y'all don't like winners. Let's be honest. Like, y'all don't like winners. Like, more people can relate to an underdog to somebody like Jay. So when someone is seemingly never losing and constantly winning, it's going to turn some people off. So when someone who is an underdog and that person get into it, naturally the underdog is going to get a groundswell of support because people just want to see this guy lose. And this is another reason why I don't have a guest because if anybody I know I would get on this joint, they would say that's not true, but it is true. Because if I, if I, honestly, if I asked you on my podcast, I probably know you personally, and I've even witnessed, probably witnessed you do it, or you've done it to me. When somebody seemingly does not lose, people can't stand that shit. So the underdog person is going to always get mad support because some people just want to see that motherfucker lose. It's like the it's like the Patriots. Sometimes you just you don't care who beat them motherfuckers. You just want somebody to beat them. It's like it's like it's like it's very few people, team, entities can win, 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 and still have the support of everybody. So the way Jay carried himself, Jay's demeanor, he it, it turned people off because you look think to yourself like, damn, this motherfucker never has a bad day. Nothing affects him, and that's something that most people can't relate to. So they it, it get turned off by it. And again, everything Jay said was all facts. Nothing about takeover was anything was anything of anybody's opinion. Jay didn't get get low. Jay said facts. I showed you your first tech on tour with Large Professor. Then I heard your album about your tech on a dresser. That's a fact. Jay said. Yeah, I sampled your voice. You was using it wrong. You made it a hot line. I made it a hot song. So imagine you being Nas. This guy samples your voice. He pays the clarity. You don't even get the money. He's sunning you. 
Right? So now, you really, again, and, and like I said, Illmatic, when that dropped, I was a kid. I was, I'm not even going to be honest with you. When Illmatic dropped, I was a kid, kid. So I'm not even going to say I ran and boarded. I probably couldn't cross the street without fucking permission. So I never listened to Illmatic until years later. And I honestly, I wasn't even on. I didn't. I didn't. I, it was never again. I always related to people like Big and Jay because the things they were talking about, the lifestyle they was living, that was my neighborhood. That's what I seen. I knew people like that. I could relate to what they were saying. So I always went that route. So I've never ever leaned on Nas. I bought one Nas album. And that was the one where where he uh, he hate me now is on that joint. And that was only because Puff Puff did the album, and I just like back then I liked how Puff produced, so I was I figured there was gonna be some some fire on that joint. But again, no, it was the video. The Hate Me Now video is a fire video. I like you know, I like Puff talking his Puff shit in the beginning, so I like I was like, I just bored just to buy the shit. But that was like years later. You know what I'm saying? So. I've always supported Jay, always. Um, so yeah, so in saying that, so um, that's why I feel like people's argument is misconstrued. Jay won that joint all the way around. It's a better song. Again, in battle, you can you can say some funny shit to give you the laugh. You can say some funny shit, but nothing hurts worse than the truth. Jay was speaking all facts. That's why to me it's a better it's a better song. Then again, I think public opinion is people just gravitate to Nas because he was the underdog, and people gravitate to the underdog. Because people don't want to ever say they a hater. Like, and it doesn't make you a hater if you don't want to support the winner. Because people who win a lot, it can turn people off. It doesn't make you a hater, but it doesn't. But you need to admit, like, yo, I really fuck with it. I just don't fuck with him. And I, I experience that all the time with people I know personally. I can say some shit and they don't fuck with it because I said it. But if I, if I told what I said to somebody else, they would fuck with it. So I, I, I know people do that all the time. Um, and now the pistol resistance Jay dropped the blueprint on 9-11. 9-11 is September. <clears throat> Nas came out with, with Ether December 4th. Bro, get the fuck out of here. So y'all declaring a person a winner. When he put out an album, he put this, his reply back was three months fucking later. So that's how we, that's how we rate this shit. So if I whoop your ass today and you come back in three months from now and you get one off of me three months from now, you're the winner of our, of, like you, like I'm trash. No, no, that's not how it works. Anybody could write some fire shit if you gave them three months. 
Like, yo, stop saying he won that battle when the motherfucker went home for three months, ain't say shit, and then dropped the song three months later. Nowadays, somebody diss you one day, if you don't reply in two days, it's over. How the fuck did this guy get three-month window and y'all declare him the winner? I would be the winner too if you said some shit to me today. If you cracked on me today with a joke in front of in front of a group of people, and you let me go home and, and figure out a, a reply back, and you gave me three months to do it, of course my reply is going to be hilarious. You gave me three months. People never mention that at all. Y'all never mention the time frame in which this boy replied. You never, nobody, and if you, if you said you had, you're fucking lying. Because I talk, I talk to so many people on this. I've had this discussion so many times in so many arenas, so many people, places, and things. No one has ever, ever said the time frame in which this boy dropped a reply. So he gets, so you're, you're, you're the king because three months later, you dropped a reply? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's not how it go. That's not how rap go. That's not how battles go. That's not how it goes. That's that's not how it goes. That's not that's not that's not remotely how it goes. Y'all y'all know that. Y'all y'all know that. That's some bullshit. That's some that's some fuck shit. And y'all declare this boy the winner because and this is why y'all do it. It's because you give him a pass because Jay is so big. Jay is so much better. That it's like it's like if someone is is like it's like if someone is like a god. I'm not saying god. I'm saying a god. And a mortal person fights a god. The mortal doesn't have to win. He just has to get a hit off. And it's almost like a sympathy victory. Like, yo, I, how could you beat a god? But you got the hit off, so you won the the moral battle. You won the no. Fuck that. You got washed. You get washed. You washed, and that's when. And that's what. That's and what y'all really doing is making Jay even greater than what he is because y'all are saying this boy can go home three months later, reply back. Y'all said, "Oh, it's crazy." Y'all want Jay to lose so bad, you remove all rules. You remove all rules. That's crazy. That's crazy. You want somebody to lose so much, you remove all rules. And that's why even furthermore, Jay wins. Because that right there, it, like, it, it's, it's, it's purely, it proves, it proves the point that TakeOver was a superior record. It was a better record. Jay, had a better, Jay was having a better career, and it was a better song. And the fact that y'all let him get away with this fuck shit three months later, it only leans into Jay's legend. Again, I stated from the fact, I'm a whole fan. I'm a whole aficionado. I know every verse he ever put out ever by heart. You know what I'm saying? But right is right, wrong is wrong. Fuck shit is fuck shit. And if Jay did that shit, y'all would all be screaming... But it took three months. It took three months. 
Nah, bro, your man was false. That was some, that was some faulty shit. This is rap. You don't get three months to reply back. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nasir. You don't get three months to reply back, and then you are automatically branded the winner. That's some fuck shit. You know, and if you want to, and and, and and now that I said my piece, if you want to argue the point of of the ether, I welcome it now. But I definitely wanted a podcast episode of myself to to advise you guys don't know Jigga. Point period blank. Jay is the greatest rapper ever to ever live. You don't know Jigga. That battle was not that battle was over before it started. That's why the boy took three months. If you get punched in your shit on Tuesday and you hit that motherfucker four months later, don't nobody care. Your reply would be, yo, why you ain't that motherfucker last the next day? Or your shit only took a week to heal. When your shit opened back up, why you ain't that motherfucker then? You don't get three months. Come on, bro. Nah. Nah. And to be honest with you, the fact that he took three months and the best he could do was ether further makes it trash. Bro, you took three months. That's the best you could do? Come on. A bunch of innuendos and look at me and pointing like jokes? You ain't even do no research. You could at least have somebody discredit Jay's hustling or discredit Jay's persona. You could at least have like some fly interlude, something. Nothing. And then what furthermore, if y'all really think Nas won, I'm going to get deeper than rap. That, that spring, he took over 105.3, which we all know is uh, the Breakfast Club station now, when it first opened, and he went on a tirade about Jay and his name, people like Nori and other people who he felt didn't stand by him because he felt the way. And then the following, uh, he was still salty about the motherfucking takeover, so salty that he tried to, at the, at the tw- 2002 Summer Jam, he tried to put a, uh, uh, he tried to bring a dude to look like Jay and hang him on stage. And it was like, nah, you're going too far. So he felt the way about it. He knew he lost that shit. And y'all know he lost that shit. Stop it. Like, yo, you don't know Jigga. Like, stop it. Stop it. If you, if, and if you think I'm bullshitting, go back and listen to Takeover. Go back, go back and listen to Ether. Takeover is the superior song. The, the, the structure, the city saying is all facts. All facts. And that's and that's and that's what I'm saying. Jay, Jay, and what makes Jay a genius, he knows that y'all behave like he knows that he's not gonna get all the love because it's people who feel the way about him winning. And he knows it. So back on the blueprints, when he put out the blueprint one, he had like a little John. Talking about like Rosie Perez, Nas, and talking about uh, Nas's brother Jungle, and he even said on that John, because the nigga wear kufi don't mean that he's right. Just because you don't understand all the bullshit that he's right. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it One Mike? Is it Black Girl Lost or Shorty Owe for Ice? I've been real all my life. Y'all confused with conceit. 
Because I would not lose. I try to help him cheat. Because I would not lose. Because even in defeat is a valuable lesson learned. So it, even up, so it evens it up for me. When the grass is cut, the snakes will show. So I got to thank the little homie Nas for that, though. Saving me the hassle to speak to half these assholes. Like, he know. He already know y'all are on some bullshit. Now I try to pin him as misogynist to y'all. So that'll be another trigger for y'all to be like, oh, but Jay. And, and now I do the same shit. Uchi Wally Wally. Shorty owe me some ice. He just makes bullshit songs. But he's, he's a misogynist too. But again, because motherfuckers be feeling the way about Jay, y'all eat that shit up. And like, my, like my man said, I've been real all my life. Y'all confused with conceit. Because I would not lose. I try to help him cheat. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then when the shit all the dust cleared and all, Jay still went on TV was like, yo, we could box it out. Tell Bull, put up a million dollars. I put up a million dollars for charity and we could box it out. Your man wanted no smoke, wanted no parts. Probably didn't even have a million dollars. So if you really want to do for the, now this whole thing was he's doing for the neighborhood, Jay's this, Jay's that. Who's done more for the black, who's done more for the neighborhood than Hove? Again, it's all bullshit. Y'all don't know Jigger. I'm telling you. Y'all don't know Jigger. This, this podcast episode is personal. I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of y'all messing with my guy. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the worst feeling in the world is be right. And motherfuckers on, it's not, it's against you. Not because of what you're saying is wrong. Just because they feel a way. I've been there. Y'all don't know Jigger. I've been real on, I've been real on my life. Y'all confused with conceit. So I would not lose. I try to help him cheat. Whew, I've been there. And that's exactly what y'all try to do, my man Jigger. Y'all don't know Jigger. Stop it. Take over the best beef song ever. Except for No Vaseline. Ice Cube is disrespectful as fuck. But <laughs> after no Vaseline, between Hove and Nas is the takeover. The break's over, nigga. God MC, me, Jehovah. Hey, little soldier, you ain't ready for war. ROC too strong for y'all. Woo-hoo, fire. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, pinned to a test. You testing a lot of fire with your thin-ass vest. You bring them boys to men. How them boys gonna win? This is grown man B.I., Get you rolled in the triage, biatch. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army, better yet the navy. Kidnap your baby, spit at your lady. We bring knife to gun, we bring knife to fist fights, kill the drama. We kill motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer. Don't let me do it to you, Dunny, cause I overdo it. Come on, man. And you know how I know y'all really fuck a hoe? Because y'all know every line of that shit too. I wait. How many of y'all know Ether by heart? None of y'all. How many of y'all know Takeover by heart? All of y'all. Y'all don't know Jigger. Blank K Podcast. Again, is now streaming on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Please like, subscribe, follow. I'm not going to waste a lot of time this week with y'all. I put out. A lot of podcast material the last few weeks. Do yourself a favor. Go back and listen to Damn Gail. 
featuring my sister Lonnie. Go back and listen to AJ Mamba the Great, episode four, episode five. Both great, compelling content. And now, this is my joint. This, this, this episode six was for me. Because you're going to stop playing with my guy. Y'all don't know Jigga. Rap first, rap first billionaire. Stop hating on him. Stop hating on him. Yo, let's, 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 let's. You know what? <clears throat> I got a few minutes. Y'all done got me wound up now. Let me, let me, let me pull out my soapbox. Stand on it a little bit. <clears throat> we need to stop weaponizing people's confidence against them. We need to stop weaponizing how someone internalizes their self or see their self against them. If someone loves them their selves and they see their self as great or someone is, is, is killing shit and they are patting their self on the back, that's a personal relationship between them and their self. A lot of people, y'all may not like it because y'all may not feel that way about yourself. Y'all may not understand it because you may not, you may feel like it's arrogance or it's conceit. But you can't hate on somebody's personal relationship with themselves. You got I love myself. I think I'm amazing. I wake up in the morning and I go. Great job. <laughs> you see how I woke up? You see how Kendall, you see how you woke up? You killed that wake up, man. You killed that shit. Your eyes open on time, evenly, you know what I'm saying? You yawn perfectly, clap it up. Some people confidence is what is what it what makes you, is what gets you through whatever. Is the belief in yourself. And y'all hate that. A lot of people can't understand it. There's a, there's a disconnect. There's a, there's a dislike for it. You can't dislike Pete. You can't weaponize people's feelings for themselves to make people feel like they shouldn't be in love with themselves. You know what I'm saying? Come on. And that's what Jay been saying his whole career. You're not feeling me fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. You know what I'm saying? I love me. I'm be on, I'm on my own joint. I, I love myself. I stay on my own dick. You're not feeling me fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. I'm on my grind, cousin. I ain't stopped for nothing. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't feeling me fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. You got to stop weaponizing people, trying to make people humble, telling people they need to fall, they need to chill. I'm not chilling. Fuck I'm chilling for you for? I got one life to live. I'm going to live this motherfucker for real. I'm going to chill for you? Nah, B, you chill. You chill. I'm, I'm, I'm living this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, you chill. I'm not chilling ever. This shit ain't promised tomorrow. Ain't promised like that. Go. Gone. It's over. I'm going to chill because you say chill. I'm going to be humble because you say humble. Nah. <laughs> I'm amazing. You know what I'm saying? And that's how some people feel about themselves, me included, and we tired of getting the hate. If you don't love yourself, then you need to go somewhere until you love yourself. If you don't, if you don't like because I love myself, then pull your pants up and stop tripping. Because I love myself. And because you don't like it, ain't going to make me stop doing it. Matter of fact, it's going to make me do it more. 
You ain't feeling me? Fine. It costs you nothing. Pay me no mind. You know what I'm saying? You don't know Jigga. You don't know Jigga. Blank K Podcast, again, I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. Podcast currently streaming on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Soon, hopefully, get it the title again. And this is how much, and this, and this is how much I've really been with y'all. Just to keep it real, you know what I'm saying? I got offered two sponsorships to include commercials in my podcast. That means that during the podcast, there will be interludes where a commercial will play and I will receive money as a sponsorship deal. I turned them down because one is just starting up and I don't want to beat y'all in the head with trying to sell y'all shit. I just want y'all to enjoy the podcast. I turned it down. I'm trying to build the podcast. I want you guys to enjoy it. And right now, I don't want to beat you in the head with a bunch of trying to sell you nothing. The world is already trying to sell you a bunch of shit. I want you to come to my podcast and just enjoy your time. You know, that's how we that's how we doing it. So please keep listening. Please subscribe. Please like, share, and you know, and 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 you don't know Jigga. <laughs> And again, anybody want to come on a podcast and argue the Ethan point, I'll argue you now. But I had to get this one on my chest. This, this joint was for me. Blank Gate Podcast, episode six. It's for Neat, though.